What up, Fatherhoods Nation? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. They've got ill creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Not only that, but Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and all that. You can make a little paper from your podcast too with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one spot. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. This episode of the Fatherhoods Podcast is brought to you by FlyDad. FlyDad provides functional, practical gear for sophisticated dads like you, our listeners, and us, the fatherhoods. The homies over at FlyDad polled a few sleep experts and a whole lot of new dads to come up with the nine best baby sleep hacks just for dads. Hit up flydadgear.com and navigate to sleep hacks at the top for your free download. You're welcome. This is KGB. What up, is DJ EFN. Yo, and this is your man, Manny Digital. Welcome to the Fatherhoods Podcast. Beats, rhymes, and diapers. Actually, before the first thing we should start with is how you feeling? E? Um, so I got a my second results back are negative. I'm feeling better, Good. but um, I'm still you know we haven't gotten the results for everybody else in the home. At least uh, my girl and her grandma, and so waiting on those. And then I'm gonna take a second test just to be sure because people around me are getting a bunch of like positive, then negative, then positive, then negative. So wait, you got a second result in that showed negative? Yeah, I didn't send. I thought I sent it to you guys. No, bro, you don't care about us no more. I'm 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 mass emailing that shit just to let everybody know. <laughs> yo, I'm clean, son. I'm clean. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I took a. I found a home test. I don't know if I told you guys. I found this company that actually they do all kinds of testing, and I guess they've now included COVID. Right. Uh, and it's a home test. They send it to you. You have the option to like expedite the shipment to yourself. And then when they send you uh, an overnight label and they promise the results in 72 hours of them receiving it. Hmm. Did, did, it did it tell you like accuracy rate? Like did they market how accurate they are? I don't know, bro, honestly. But it just seemed like like I the company, I looked it over, I looked at the site. It just seemed like super legit. They've been in the space of like kind of like self-testing for, for – um, uh, what's it called? It uh, allergies, thyroid, that type of stuff, yeah. you know. And so I guess recently they got into the COVID stuff. Um, and then the test, the way the way it went down was basically the same way I did it at CVS. It was just you know instead of a person in a window telling me what to do, it was like a video and a and an like instruction manual, which is pretty basic on how to test yourself. This mm-hmm. one now you don't have to go as far back into your nose. And that's what's happening in some of the testing sites because my friends are going to some of these other testing sites and they're not going as far back into the nostril. Isn't that supposed to be like the wrong way to test? I know you're saying this test in particular is probably different, but like the normal test. They say if you don't like if you don't feel it tickle your brain, basically, I think is what they say. You're not doing it right. I, I think what it did is that they've the testing, the labs have evolved to be able to find traces with less less, less of a less penetration maybe. that's that's what maybe. you want to say yeah <laughs> like maybe like the the fucking gunk you have up here close up is the same gunk you have back there so right. i don't know i don't know whatever bro yeah, but i'm going to get a second test just to be sure but i feel a lot better um i still have lingering stuff but i feel like it's all mental more than anything just, you know, the idea of like, oh, I got COVID. Right. So, so I'm good. And the family's good. Everybody's good. The grandma got tested. We're waiting. Uh, my girl, like I said. So, yeah, just just waiting to get that second confirmation before I'm like visiting my mom and 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 confidently going out and about and working again and doing stuff. Mm. So when you so when you were at home or when you've been at home, have you been masked up or any of that kind of stuff? Or Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. no, no. I've, I've, I've been now. 
mind you. I'm not going to yeah. even front. Like, there's times where you just, like, you, you're loose with it. Yeah. But uh, for the most part, I would say 85% of the time in the home, I'm wearing a mask. Um, her grandma, we keep her away from me and most of the family, uh, which she's she has early onsets of dementia. So she forgets every hour like she starts to come back to us and we're like yo get out of here she's like why you know like every hour we're re-explaining the 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 situation um so that we've been keeping her a bit you know away and then i stayed away at least 95 percent from the baby i try not to carry the baby because i read you know elderly and babies infants are, are are susceptible because of their immune system being vulnerable and so I've been more hands-on with my daughter just because we don't have any other choice. Like, I have, you know, I tell people and they're like, oh, you've been in your room and you haven't come out, right? I'm like, that's not realistic yeah. in my home. Yeah. It doesn't mm-hmm. make sense. So, and I'm testing my daughter just to be sure as well that she's not just an asymptomatic carrier when she visits my mom or being around her grandma. With the, so, with the, so, with that new test, the one that you yeah, mailed away for? Yeah, the new test because it's not as invasive. Right. You know, um. And so, yeah, that's what we've been doing. You know, hand sanitizer at every turn in the house, washing hands as much as possible. So, yeah, that's what we've been up to. Mm. Well, but, but but I mentioned, and really quick, just for everybody out there, it's crazy because a good friend of mine, and, you know, I don't want to mention people's names because I don't know yeah. if they were known like that for having COVID, but uh, he, a good friend of mine, he's tested positive, then that test test took too long so he took another test then the other test came back negative um but then he got the positive and then he got another positive and then he got a negative and now he got a positive again Jeez. but i mean he feel is he showing symptoms like he feels he had symptoms and okay. he feels better he also sent me an article cuz he's like pissed and yeah. he's going to different testing sites um and my other friend is pissed cuz he's had it for like 2 months and he had Mostly all positives, but in the middle of all that, he had one negative. Weird. So uh, my friend sent me an article that said that dead COVID cells give false positives. Ah, I could see that. So you could have had it at some point and it's gone, but the dead cells in your body will give a false positive. Mm. But it seems weird because it seems that there's more positives than negatives. But I don't know. Whatever. The binga. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I, I told you guys that uh, my power went out because of Isaias um, mm-hmm. this past week. Isaias is Dominican, right? Definitely. The way he <laughs> fucked up shit. Yeah. He's he's Dominican. <laughs> but um, it was wild, man. Like, I, you know, and you were saying this in the text. You were like, you expected this, you know, this shit to fuck y'all up in Miami. Yeah, we 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 were ready. Yeah, and it. I mean, I don't know if it did anything to you guys, but it didn't seem no, like it. It, it sideswiped us. It didn't hit us. We right. had some rain, and that's about it. So for us, uh, and and I think it was pretty much like I saw pictures of Philly. Philly was like underwater. That was uh, crazy looking. Yeah, <laughs> I saw Philly like that before. That's just nuts. So it hit us, but the wild thing is, like, the storm was, and I guess it doesn't matter. The storm is a storm, but like it was like maybe for like 30 minutes 45 minutes was like the the tough part of it right like the high gusts of wind rain wasn't even crazy like it was really just wind and then all of a sudden power goes out and we're down for uh um, uh like till friday so what i mean yesterday basically and right. and it was wild like it was crazy and we're like yo what the fuck so what what was cool about it like the, I guess if you have to pick a silver lining, us as a family, I think we got stronger through all of that. Um, it was really cool for us to see how our kids, all of them, all three of them, really showed how well to, you know how well they follow instructions, but also how trusting they are of what we're telling them, right? Because a lot of times we don't feel like what we say resonates. Like sometimes it'll be like talking to a wall, you know what I mean? Right. But in this scenario, like all the bullshit kind of got put to the side and they were focused. They weren't afraid because we were preparing them. Like we, you know, we, we said, look, we might, cause you know, you saw the forecast. We might have some high winds. The power might go out. Like we have to be prepared. 
And so as soon as it hit, like it was like, all right, right into action. Like everybody was like, okay, calm down. Let's go over here. We're not going to have AC. It, it hit as a tropical storm or a hurricane? Yeah, trop- tropical storm. Okay. Okay. Uh, I think the highest peak of wind, if I'm not mistaken, was like 45 miles per hour. So it wasn't like, I mean, it was, that's tough, but it wasn't get that like. that shit every day, son. Right, exactly. <laughs> that's Miami on a Tuesday. <laughs> um, but it was dope, man. Like um, the resilience, like we were eating dinner outside, like our neighborhood. We were all trying to like figure, you know, be creative with each other, like how to work through that plus avoid each other from COVID uh, one of our neighbors bought a generator out of the blue and like we were plugging in devices and also like it was, it was a really interesting moment for, for us and our neighborhood. So I'm kind of thankful in a way um, because like it taught us a lot about our kids and how well they, they cooperate and work together to make shit. Okay. Yeah. I'll tell you when being that down here, it happens often and we lose power often. When you get power back, you're so like Bro, it's humbled fun. and grateful, and like it doesn't last as long as it should. But you, you definitely are very appreciative, and, and you kind of like come away from it like a better person. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. And then you I go mean, to the club, and then forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> One night at Live, and it's a wrap. <laughs> but yeah, that was cool. Um, I think I, I don't know if I had told you. So, how long did it take for the power to? It was, it was three days, three full days. So I don't know if I told you guys, but they were, they warned us. And this is friends telling me that kind of work in the industry that because of COVID, uh, usually when a storm is, is approaching any, anywhere, any city or whatever, um, the, the, the state will, you know, state of emergency. And then the other states around it activate and send utilities people to help. Right. And they said that because of COVID, that was not going to happen. And to expect, and I even got an email from FPL to expect way longer um, restoration time, you know, for it to be restored. I didn't, I didn't know you considered me an industry friend, but I appreciate you shouting me out. It was like you that. that said it to me. <laughs> yeah, bro. No, because I got me. it from two people. I got it from two people. <laughs> I see, yo, yo, you should. You didn't see K. K was like, he was like winding up, like, oh, uh, that was Manny. No, but a second person that works for FPL hit me about it. They don't know like me, bro. I got the in over there. I don't live there, but I got so, the FPL. Oh, on Smash. Yeah, it was, so okay, no. So Man, boy, Manny has the insider FPL. It, it was your brother-in-law, right? Yeah, and yeah. then I had a friend that works for FPL in Fort Myers. That okay. told me about it also. So both of you guys. I, was, I was just waiting. I was waiting for when Manny was gonna jump. <laughs> yeah. but you were the first one though, actually. You were. You did yeah. I wish people could see Kay's reaction. Kay was like a boxer, like ready, ready to go into the fight. <laughs> no, but that's real. Like, and that's crazy. Cause I mean, especially Florida. Like, you guys, right. when when shit happens, unfortunately, you guys get, you know, a, a bunch of the impact. Right. And then those no, surrounding the states down south, we're south, so they have to send. If they're coming from Georgia, they got to drive all the way right. down here. But they're not doing none of that shit because of COVID situations. So. Yeah, everybody's kind of on their own. It's fucked up. All right. Well, thanks for that information, man. I appreciate. Yeah, it. anytime, bro. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make sure to forget the next thing you tell me too. <laughs> well, well, whatever I tell you is going to be documented from here on out. We're recording everything. <laughs> well, it is. You texted it, anyways. <laughs> K was about to be your lawyer right now. <laughs> <laughs> Exhibit A. Uh, thanks, K. Um, talking now about was, you, Manny. Sorry, yeah, now, now I was going to say I was going to intro the the next uh, segment, combative piece here. Right. <laughs> go ahead. This time it's E versus Manny. <laughs> <laughs> ding ding. No, it's not me versus Manny. No, I'm just fucking with you. I'm just in amazement of how much shit Manny, how much shit he does. But so I realize your children are older. Yeah. So that's a obviously huge help. Imagine a huge difference because your kids are a little bit more self sufficient. You don't have to watch over them and make sure they don't put chalk in their mouth. Right. Um, but still, like, it still amazes me how much shit you get done because of the lack of shit that I get done right now. And then I also remembered, this is the thing. I, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna shift to to combating with K. <laughs> I swear that K is so full of it with us on this podcast sometimes. <laughs> with how smooth he thinks he he kind of acts that the young years were for him or the baby years. Because no, I, I never said I never said it was smooth. He's just he's just no. a mellow cat. 
No, no. The only so smooth. The only thing I th- could think of in terms of smoothness would be um, like no the, pot, the, pot, the potty training stuff. Yeah. I mean, it was not without its issues, but I mean, it was right. fairly smooth, right? And then like the terrible two stuff. We we never had like major issues of him wiling out at in, outside a restaurant, any of that kind of stuff. That was that was pretty smooth, but I mean, as far as that's like everything. <laughs> not really. I mean, those are just two things. But I mean, you remember, like, definitely the first year I was yeah, that's zombie I was mode. Say. Yeah, you know, uh, and and definitely fell off the face of the <laughs> the earth for a little while. <laughs> yeah, removed myself from a lot of stuff just because I I couldn't keep up. Couldn't do. Yeah. So 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 the audience that's listening understands. I'm frustrated when Manny sends a million links and then he makes fun of me because he says I don't read or listen to things. I have ADD or, you know, or I'm impatient. <laughs> so he's like, there's no cliff. Which is still true. Which is still no, true. 100% true. 100% true. So I get frustrated when you send a, like three or four links. I'm like, where the <laughs> fuck do you have the time to research, develop, <laughs> manufacture, come up with all these things, record another podcast, do all this crap. Like, what the fuck, bro? You know, like, I don't get it, bro. I don't have time to fucking barely have a sandwich and take a shit. And you here with fucking <laughs> three different categories of things you're researching and sending to us. It's uh, it's not easy, right? Like, I, I know you get frustrated, and <clears throat> it's, I, and I'm not, I, I'm not claiming that I'm really good at this, but this is what I strive to do: is like maximize the time that I have when I'm focused on work. Right. So I, I've allotted, you know, and, and this is not just me saying in my, fa- you know, in my house, I'm like, yo, from this time to this time, leave me the fuck alone. Like, don't talk. This It's not that kind of party. It's like, all right, I know, I know my kids have certain needs. I know my wife has certain needs and I try to balance that with my work day. Right. And so right. I've got my call it nine to five, which is really like eight 30 to six 30. And that consumes a big chunk of my day. But then before and after, there's also time that I allot to like podcasting as an example, right? I do some other stuff, but they, the podcasts, my daily job, those kind of take up a big chunk of my day. So the, uh, the negotiation really with my wife and my kids is like, yo, look, through, you know, 8.30 to 6.30, it's really difficult for me to engage with you guys on much. The fact that we're at home now and everybody pretty much is working from home makes it a little easier because it's a lot more understanding. So I make sure that, excuse me, before everybody wakes up in my house, I sacrifice basically go to sleep earlier, get up earlier so I can have a chunk in the morning to get my mind right, get a few things out of the way. When my wife and kids are up, that's when usually I'm at my, you know, quote unquote day job. So what I do there is I make sure as soon as they come up, like I engage with them, you know, periodically. So I'll take 15 minutes and I'll go and I'll bug out with them for a little bit. And that eases a little bit of the stress that my wife might feel when all of them are kind of coming at her at the same time. Again, my kids are older, so they're a lot more self-sufficient than your two are right now. E. Right. So it, it's, it's hard to compare, but this is kind of how we approach it. And then you probably also have the oldest one. I mean, does she interact much with the younger ones or is she, does she kind of like leading the charge with them? Like when your wife is unavailable, is she like stepping in into that role of like, she, I guess them kind of wi- following her lead. She's willing to jump in when it's necessary, but she's 13. Yeah. So she's, she's really kind of yeah, in, yeah. in her own corner doing her TikTok shit. Right. But, but, but she's not opposed Right. Like she like she knows, like like when my wife has had it up to here and I'm completely unavailable. You know, she's like if you make the ask, if you make the ask, she'll jump in. She'll she'll help. Yeah. So so for us, it's like, you know, for instance, we got this thing now. Right. Um, Since COVID hit, my wife has been taking my my daughter, my youngest daughter. You know, there's like a moment in the morning where they do like what they call circle time. Right. So there's this lady who has a YouTube channel and they put on a video every day she has a new video and it's like i don't know 15 20 minutes of like stuff that a four-year-old will engage with 
And a part of that, there's a song. So it's like it, the lady kind of wakes up the, the class, so to speak, with this song. It's called the, the Good Morning Train, right? Um, and so we took that song, and that's what we used to wake up the other two if they don't wake up by 10 o'clock in the morning every day. Because we're like, yo, fuck that. You want to go to sleep at 4 in the morning? That's on you. But ain't nobody sleeping past 10 o'clock in this house because we can't function as a household. We're not going to be tiptoeing around. So I'll stop what I'm doing in my day. I'll go. And then we'll do the Good Morning Train song and annoy the fuck out of everybody. And so, like, it's those little kinds of moments that I am able to, like, get in and be dad for that moment that over the day... I have a few of those moments. It's like I'm still interacting with my kids. And surprisingly, it it helps a ton for my wife. So there's but there's moments too where it doesn't work, right? Like my wife is overwhelmed. I'm in a in a bind. I'm doing my own thing. At that time, <clears throat> usually nine times out of ten, I figure out a way to just drop what the fuck I'm doing and race to the rescue to be, you know, take over, assume dad responsibility. The almighty savior in our relationship and me as a dad is the calendar. Like we, if it's not on our shared calendar as a family, it doesn't happen and we can't be held accountable to it. And we've been able to use that to manage everything. Like whether it be, yo, circle time, you need to be at circle time. It's at this time, which is, again, it's just on the TV. We're not going anywhere. But the fact that it's on the calendar, somebody's accountable for it. And we can move through our day pretty smoothly. And this calendar pokes you in the stomach? Like, what? It just fucking pops up in your email and that's just enough? Pops up. Yeah. Pops up. <clears throat> and and that's another thing, too. Like, when I'm actually working, like, I need to focus, I have my, my phone on Do Not Disturb. And all my alerts are off on my on my laptop or whatever. So, only in that case, on the iPhone, only emergencies can come through. So, my wife, my mom... Those will come through no matter what, or somebody that calls like three times in a row. And then I know, all right, this is urgent. But usually, it's all good. Don't lie, bro. You be on fans only. (laughs) I don't even know what that is. (laughs) So when you wake up early to do your thing, no one tries to wake up and join with you or any of that kind of stuff, or are you off on your own? And it's er so my my, my four year old is, is a relatively light sleeper. So when she wakes up early, it fucks everybody up. So I wake up just early enough where she's still deep enough in, of deep enough in sleep that me coming down the stairs doesn't wake her up. So no, generally speaking, I'm always by myself. So I go take my walk, have my coffee, and start my day. With you know, all jokes aside, I did take some of the stuff you said, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna, I want to actually try and apply it. Because I think, uh, shout out to to Chuck Dizzle. I did his dad vice thing. Um, oh, cool. Word, yeah, yeah. You guys saw that was it. Dope. And my thing was, basic, the basic thing that I said was that better understand that life is never going to be the same as it was before you had kids. And I'm still struggling with that because even though obviously I'm very hands-on with my kids, I'm still fighting trying to like have some kind of, you know. Some of, some of your old life. Resemblance of 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 things that help me decompress or whatever, or certain schedules, you know, like, so, and it's just not working. And, and what's happening is I'm having these, these windows that keep getting smaller and smaller. And I try to cram things into that window and it just, it, it's just not working out. So yeah. when you said basically that you wake up early, which I, that's not my thing, but it wasn't like mine able, either. Yeah. You're able to, you know, obviously do things. It remind it made me think, well, that makes sense because when my daughter goes to sleep, that's when I try to cram everything in. But you kind of like when 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 my daughter goes to sleep, because the baby's not sleeping well yet. But when my daughter goes to sleep, the whole house gets a lot calmer. You feel like free, like, okay, now I could start to do some things. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I think I'm gonna have to try that because I need to to have some time, whether it's just to like take a walk, like you said, and listen to some shit, some podcasts or some news or research something as I walk, decompress, get a little exercise in something separate away from the house, if anything, or get in the office and work, um, you know, and then take that opportunity that nobody's awake. So I'm definitely going to try that. And, and I thank you for that, even though it's not anything out of this world new, but it's, it's the fact not. that someone I know does it and it helps them, 
and it works for you it is is huge is a huge help for me to actually try it. Yeah. Well, you're welcome, bro. That's what we're here for. <laughs> and and Kay, what are you doing? Like, what is do you have? Does what are your methods to try to get things in there? Buddhism. Mm. I wish he floats in the air. <laughs> yeah, he floats, he floats above the family. He can watch That's... them while working, and they don't know that he's no, there. Really. I, I every time that I were the case, every time I think of K, I think of Zen. Like, I don't know what the literal definition of Zen is, but that's what I, I picture it to be. Yeah, I definitely fell off my my meditation flow. Oh shit! The world's ending. Yeah. So you actually were meditating. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So why is it because of COVID and all the changes recently that kind of knocked nah, you off? I think it's actually once um, my son was born. It ah. just because up until for years I've had kind of an on and off, like I get into a, a flow, and, and and maybe it's not a super long meditation. Maybe it's ten minutes, fifteen minutes, something like that. You know, but at least it was something to that's long. I, can't, I five um, minutes is like eternity for me. And when my wife was pregnant, then during the whole pregnancy, I was, I was definitely, I was really in the zone of, of every day. Um, cause I, I put a lot of prayer into it as well. One part of it was just, you know, using that as prayer time to make sure that my wife stayed healthy, you know, my son was going to be healthy, all that, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then once, uh, yeah, then once my son was born and basically my whole, time schedule just everything was that was all kind of thrown out the window and and then and then i've basically struggled (laughs) from from then until now to like reincorporate those kind of times of like carving out and i think i probably have to do it in a like what stick when we had him on the show where where he was talking about having his son do it with him and yeah. kind of incorporating it as a family thing. I think that's probably what what I have more of like what I have to look at to reincorporate that stuff. I mean we, we you know we're we're in a we're in a fairly small our, our home is fairly small and it's, you know I mean it's just three of us but it's still it's not like you know we're especially now I mean we're around each other all the time. So you know trying to like carve out all right five, 10 minutes to do a quiet meditation. It only makes sense for all of us to do it or, you know, some of us to do it. And we know that that's kind of a scheduled time. And you feel he's at an age that he'll do, he'll do the 10 minutes. I'd probably do it at a five minute. I mean, he's done it before. I mean, he'll, he'll, when we've taken him to do, he's, he's not, it's it's not like a unknown thing to him. It's not foreign to him. Yeah. Yeah. So he's, He's aware of it and he can, he can do it. And I mean, the thing with meditation, it's also, it's, especially if you haven't done it in a while or if you're trying to want to do it, it's not to make it hard for yourself. You know, even if it's just setting a timer on your phone for one minute or two minutes, and at least you've kind of accomplished that and then you can build up from there. So I think the mistake that a lot of people make is you, um, you know, you set your expectation too high. You think like, ah, oh, man, I should be able to s- sit for five minutes. And then you see how hard that is to yeah, just- calm your mind down. And then you're like, fuck this. You know, I'm not doing this shit again. <laughs> you know, and, you, and you're done. Are you so sure you, you so, weren't you, here? Because that's exactly how it went down for me. I was like, fuck <laughs> yeah, this. So, so, but I, I mean, I say all that in to say that as far as like a kind of a daily flow or a flow of trying to get things done we really don't have kind of a set mode at this point I and mean, we all fairly wake up pretty early um so our morning times are together and generally it's you know even if we're even if we're kind of doing separate things maybe one of us is making breakfast someone else is doing something you know that kind of that kind of thing but we're all moving around the same time so uh, Day is pretty fluid. I mean, you know, I've got nine to five work as well, but that I think to Manny's point, like I will, I will make time to shift into dad mode and, and, and take breaks and do different things depending on what, what the day requires. You know, my wife 
has work to do as well. So we, um, you know, hers is a bit more flexible in terms of when she can do it. So she might take the night shift of doing her work, getting her work done once he's asleep, that kind of stuff. But yeah. still for me trying to be mindful of, all right, let me come in here now and take some time, that kind of thing. And also sometimes he's just like, when we both have things that we have to do and especially now because of COVID and being home, it's just going to be, there's times where he has to then figure out what he's going to do on his own. And sometimes that's watching a show and <laughs> you know, that that's, if that's all that's kind of available or if that's the vibe and other times it's going to be, you know, you got all these different toys and activities and all that kind of stuff here. So go figure something out, figure it know. out, go put your, you know, and he'll get off into his own and he'll pull out his magnets and his matchbox cars and action figures. And he'll start building things and just get into it. And actually I, I really enjoy hearing that in the background. Like when yeah. I hear, I, when I hear and see, you know, he just gets into this, this world of, He's got something going on and he'll all of a sudden, you know, an hour, hour and a half goes by and he's just been in the mix. So when I see him doing that kind of stuff, then I'll let him know, like, look, I'm proud of you for being able to shift in and do your own thing. Um, And that's so I think when he's able to do that kind of stuff, that helps us out with getting work done, getting all you know different things done. So we yeah we don't really have a carved out time on on things. Um, we we did have a a more kind of carved out schedule when he was at school and things were, you know, the way they used to be. But uh, it's pretty free flowing right now. But definitely, definitely get what we need done. How you how are you? Because and, and like- thankfully, my wife you know has a, a lot more flexibility to to make sure that like the things that he needs like going outside and and all that kind of stuff she's able to facilitate that so i I was gonna say for for me like you know i gave you how i participate and how i manage my time and all that but the real champ in my house is my my wife hands down because she so long as our communication is clear i set clear expectations with her and and the kids I have pretty much free reign, but there's many times where shit pops up that I actually have to weigh it out. So I got to be like, all right, what's the, what is the value of this thing that I now is on my, on my plate to potentially do versus the reward and, or the impact to my family. And then I got to consider, all right, is it worth me having a conversation with my wife about why I need to be doing this and taking away time from whatever other thing I'm supposed to be doing family wise Right. And then that's not that it's going to be a battle with her, but I I kind of fil- pre-filter whatever it is before I even consider engaging with her about it, and then optimizing our schedule accordingly because it's it, it's every little moment really matters, and so yeah. she's really understanding. And she said this to me a bunch of times, which I mean I, I don't want to kind of convert this into like a, a relationship episode necessarily, but like. I what I do I don't do I do it intentionally because this is how I am normally not intentionally because of her right so for instance everything I do I do consider my family I consider her but it doesn't it's not uncomfortable for me to do like it's just organically who I am and how I operate and so she always says to me like it's the way you handle yourself and set expectations and all that shit is perfect because it works perfectly for me like i understand it and i know that what you're doing is for us first like whatever it is like this podcast benefits my family and we're not talking monetarily because we don't make a fucking dime from this yet but like the well, also, love i'm not gonna tell you about that check i got <laughs> <laughs> but like you know us having these conversations i know we all have said this throughout but like the level of stress that we might feel coming into an episode reduces we learn something usually or just laughing amongst each other. Like it does something to you. So there's residual benefit to my household because of that. So like she sees that and feels that. So she's like, yo, there's always a net positive to where you spend your time. 
So long as you're not fucking around doing stupid shit that's going to hurt our family, she's all for it. So it's really that communication really above everything else and her effort is why I can do what I do. To to like for someone that's out there listening that has uh, young children or, or infants, is it safe to say that the early stages of of you know babies and toddlers is is the roughest? You think? I think it is. In, in different levels, right? Because right. I think I think there's the, I think there's there's the I guess the basic unknown of like how to deal with infants and toddlers and babies right there's just that it's a different kind of stress than the things that we might know about or fear for our kids when they're older like we can kind of talk through those things with them whereas you might be or physically tired and physically kind of at wit's end when they're younger because there is no like the schedule's not there i think I think when you don't have your schedule, or at least for, for those that kind of gets thrive a little bit off of having some kind of normalcy or some kind of yeah. schedule with your day, that can throw you off and make you feel even more kind of out there. Um, but when they're older and, and maybe when life feels a bit more kind of normalized, you still have tough things to worry about, like, you know, lying, whatever, what all the things that that come with the different ages and all that stuff. Um, I just, I think like kind of mentally and physically, generally speaking, when they're a little bit older, um, it feels a little easier to at least think about how you're going to dive in and deal with the, the issues than when you're. Right. And the fact yeah. that basically the, the, the infants are like on life support. Yeah. yeah. Right. But the, the, the thing that I'm trying to get at too, like for, for the parents is because like I, myself and my girl, we, we often find ourselves saying like, well, obviously for ages, people have had kids and have multiple kids. Like how the fuck did they do it? How did this successful person do it? How did this, you know, and we're constantly like in this search or battle of like, well, how did they do it? You know, to understand and, the, the who got the cheat sheet. Right. And, and, you know, you'll be like, well, they're, they're rich and they had help or they, or they have a a huge family and the family helps or they don't give a fuck, you know, like there's all these different variables. And and one of the things that I'm starting to figure out is that maybe you have to come to terms with the fact that when you have small children, new, you know, you're a new parent and, and you got small children that you're probably like, you're, your career and your business are probably going to suffer. Is that safe to say? I I, th- I think that is accurate, but there's also, and, and again, I go back to this word, like optimization, right? Like there's, there's stuff that needs to, <clears throat> excuse me, fall off the plate and those are going to be sacrificed. And it's just right. a matter of figuring out which ones are worth sacrificing. It's going to make an impact no matter how. So generally what you're saying is accurate. But if you and and I don't say this like I figured it out, but there's got to be some sort of balance. Obviously, if if you've got five things you're doing and one of them is producing for you and the other four aren't, maybe those four are deprioritized, maybe not thrown off completely, but like a lot less time dedicated to them. So things you or things you did from for like leisure time, whether it's hanging out with people, reading video, whatever, all that other kind of stuff that we might have done pre kids. Then, then, then you get forced with the time crunch, and you're like, "All right, some of this stuff is gonna go away for a while." But, and but then, I, I guess it's like, and I'm all over the place with this. But so I'm thinking, like, let's just say you're fuck. We're looking back at, uh, I don't know, man. Think of some fucking great artist right. that you know we all admire. The wow, the genius of this person, and then you, their life story is that they were just totally immersed in their art world and yeah. their crazy life is what spurred this art that's now world renowned and the person whatever it sells for millions and millions but that person's family's life suffered that's yeah. right that was the sacrifice he wanted that more so it's really comes down to the individual like what is right. where where your priority is and you know what's what do you give the main focus to i think you know and that just 
changes person by person depending yeah, on yeah no each person's going to be different and also just the, the the fear of you know and again it does it all depends on the 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 career that you have or the type yeah. of stuff that you do obviously you know i tell my girl all the time a, a person with a 9 to 5 it might be easier to deal with because that person is just like a structure it's like there's no way around it you know that that person goes to work you know and they come home and then you got to work everything around that schedule and that's how the bills get paid yep. when you're you know self-employed you're an entrepreneur you're you're in the arts that's where it gets tricky you know and um and so you know and when you're constantly you know looking for new things to to do and reinvent and this and that like you know but then you start to say to yourself well if this is the way that you bring in an income um and then it suffers because of family because of course family is first mm-hmm. But then family suffers because the income suffers. Yeah, so it's, it's like it's a cycle that's kind of difficult. Yeah, I, I think what's been helping me, and it's more, it's, I guess, more, I guess, kind of in this COVID Client. world here. Yeah, and maybe this is helpful to you, and maybe you already think this way. But I guess um, I'm asking for a friend. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I think I think almost it's, you know an easy way to say it day by day, right? And so it's like I may have kind of long term visions, or I might think long term about you know I want life to be like X, Y, and Z, and then in order to achieve that, then there's going to be these short term kind of things that I feel like I need to get accomplished and do. Um, and so all that stuff is great because you have to kind of forecast and have a vision and everything. But at the same time, when things are fairly chaotic, so whether it's you've got newborn kids or young kids and, you know, you've, you've, it feels chaotic or the current like life that we're living where everything feels chaotic and we don't know, you know, what's going to happen the next day. It's almost like I've had to just reel back in my head of, um, okay, I can put placeholders here for things, even with some of the work that I do, like if it's like live event driven or any of that kind of stuff, I, I can, I can forecast and put a placeholder for, yeah, all right, this, this thing is going to happen next year in January, right. whatever. And I'll just put that on the calendar and, but I'm not going to revisit that thought. I'm just going to put a placeholder there and, you know, say, all right, at least for the sake of putting on a calendar and it's there. But at the end of the day, in order to just kind of keep sane, I'm I'm really not thinking far ahead. I'm just like, all right, let me just get through this day and then we'll take the next day for when it comes for what it is. And that, at least for me, that seems to be keeping me from thinking too far ahead of like, oh, well, you know, what about this? What about this? What about this? But isn't part of parenting to think far ahead also? You, yeah, I think I think but, it, I think it does create like negative returns, if you will, if you're thinking too far ahead, like this milestone shit that you're thinking about always. Right. It's like, how are we going to pay for college? Right. That's a big one. Or, you know, m- milestone moments, marriage, maybe for your kid or like high school graduation, like these or kindergarten graduation. Like, you know, those are those are always going to be there. But the more you're you're creating more stress for yourself, the further out you go. So the way, and I think it ties nicely with what Kay is saying, the way I look at that and the way I try to operate is control simply what you can control and what's out of your control, try not to think about. And I say try because it's not as easy as just saying, oh, fuck it, let me just close my eyes and it's not good. No, it's not that easy. But it is very beneficial. Because, again, the power went out, right? I rely 100%. Everything I do relies 100% on power and, and the internet, right? As far as, like, ways I've tried to make money. I had to completely just say no and not frustrate my... I couldn't control it. There was nothing I could do about it. So I said, all right, fuck it. What do I do now? Let's optimize the time and, you know, be with the kids make it as good an experience as I possibly can because ultimately that's going to be better for all of us mentally, et cetera. And this will turn out to be a much better experience, life lesson type of situation down the road. Yeah, I don't know, man. I think 
it's a little complicated because I, I mean, I, I'm definitely from the of the mind frame of uh, uh, prepare for the worst, but hope for the best, and that puts me, you know, far ahead of time in the line. I'm not, I'm, I'm not saying don't do that, but maybe carve a little bit out of time of that kind of thinking. Still have some of that stuff happening, but then reel it back to a certain extent and and say, all right, you know. You're going to create those placeholders. You're going to create some of those thoughts, and you're still going to have some of that forward thinking. But also, you're going to spend some time with this is this is this is what I'm dealing with right here, right, right now. This is my reality. That's it. Yeah, right, right. I mean, I, I'm, and I guess the the reason why I even brought all this up, and this is for helping anybody that's listening, is that you you might have to come to with to grips with the idea that you know the first couple of years of having young kids. It, it you know shit's just not going to be the same and some things are not going to fall through the way you want like you're not going to be in the same in the same hustle that you were before you're not going to be able to take advantage of things the way you used to before and we i feel like we all fall under the pressure of of, of like societal pressures that say you know hustle by all means hustle right. you know like who cares i got i had 10 kids and i fucking you know like right. like like that's not real yeah, you know, and it could be one kid, it could be five kids. Everybody's different, and and you know, and just having kids by itself is a lot of stress and pressure. Um, and I just think that maybe people just need to understand, like, hey, you know, it's okay. Yeah. They, they, you know, some days are gonna feel like a complete, you know, wash because because of it didn't go well with the kids, and you're making sure your family's good, and it's okay. And that's that's kind of like what I'm getting to, like that I've had to come to grips with, you know that. That maybe and then and, and I think a lot about UK. I really do, and you know I really think about that year that you were like a zombie, dude. You were gone. Yeah. And I'm like, and then he came back. He's like coming out of the. <laughs> <laughs> and he's here, guys. He's here with us. I just knew. I was like, look, this is my reality. You know, this is all new to me. This is my reality. We didn't really have. We don't have any kind of major family support system. Uh, you know next door or anything like that and i was tired and it was all new and i knew like okay this is this is where my attention lies right now and um this is this is what i can handle this is what i can't handle so i'm not going to put myself out there in situations that i know i'm just not ready to deal with at that point and so going back to your hustle the you know the example like that that might be true for some people it's like yo i'm gonna hustle and do this this and this and i've got all these kids but as you said before, maybe their family life sucks and maybe they didn't spend any time with their kids. And again, it's like, what's what's our own priorities? And 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 yeah, your your priority, I know, is your is your kids and your family. And, and I know. Uh, but, you know, your your. Your work. helps support that, but. I feel like you, you know. Like you're in that zone of like knowing, like okay, uh, you know, I might have to give a little here in order to have the priority that I want. And 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 if I had to give somebody advice, also I would say, you know, and this is this is directly having to do with why we did this podcast is just you know kind of like in hip hop, kind of like wearing the parent badge on on your chest, you know, and and being proud of it is. Hey, you know, if if you're if you're trying to do things and you're hustling and you're trying to get things done and you realize, oh, now I'm a parent and it's not as easy, be honest with people. Straight the fuck up. Like people you work with, you know, your partners and anything, any endeavors you're doing, just be like, hey man, like today I can't. I don't have a babysitter. Today I can't, you know, I gotta do this with my family. Today I can't. Yeah. Or, and, or or I'm out of it. <laughs> I can't even yeah, yeah. Can't deal or with I'm it. having a tough time today with the yeah. kids. Like I would say, you know, because I know that that's hard for people. Yeah, because it's it, you know people don't want to seem like they're giving excuses because it, it's yeah, tough. I mean, especially in 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 our culture of, and I'm using hip hop as as that example here. Like, you come off looking soft, like yeah, that, yeah, and yeah, that's no, what we up. we we're trained to avoid trying to come right. off soft. So that that kind of puts you in that in that mode. But I think what we're doing here is trying, and what other people are doing as well is we're trying to reverse that because the the actual fact is you're more hard. Pause. Pause. <laughs> I paused only for Manny because he's the only one that would take like a ooh. Look, we um, have we have people that they appreciate that. <laughs> you know, you're you're more of a real person and you're more 
hard. Um, <laughs> to, to say, to be honest about those things, because the average person is scared and wants to hide and put a facade that they're too cool to be, you know, dealing with a dirty diaper or uh, having to babysit, you know, and it, I think you're actually the cooler, you know, more hardcore motherfucker. If you can actually be honest about it and be like, nah, man, I got to take care of my kids. I got to do this. or I got to do that with my family. And, and you're going to, and you're going to, if you are that parent that is able to be that way, be honest, right. And yeah. be outwardly honest. You gain so much from that because just you saying what's bothering you, what's uncomfortable in that moment, why you can't do a certain thing because of the family situation. You'd be surprised how many times somebody might, you know, add a little gem that you weren't even thinking about. That might be the super obvious shit that in that moment is when you can actually apply it to your life and it makes sense. And then you're like, oh, shit. And that helps so much. And that's, you know, back to what you were saying, E, the, the whole principle of our podcast is really having these conversations. Like, because, right. yo, time and time again, man, us men think we have everything figured out. And that can't be further from the truth in a lot of circumstances. So we just have to really, like, be men if we want to call ourselves that, right? And, like, have these honest discussions. Like, how we feel should be okay for us to share. But right. we bottle that shit up for whatever reason. And we probably, more more often than not, we probably shouldn't. And, and on a business note, if you're, you know, if you're an artist or an entrepreneur and, you're, and you do take this advice and you, or you are already communicating these issues with, with people that you work with and they don't, they don't appreciate it or, or, you know, or, or work with you on it, then maybe you need to reevaluate who your partners, who your business partners are and who are the people you're dealing with, because maybe it's just not right for you, especially not right for you with your family now. Mm. And on that note, keeping it real, I got to go. <laughs> Peace. Yo, be a father. If not, why bother, son? A boy can make him, but a man can raise one. Be a father to your child.